Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Is it too late now to say sorry? Because I'm missing more than just your body. Oh, is it too late now to say sorry? Yeah, I know that I let you down. Is it too late to say sorry now? It's not too late for the Saints to move to London. Welcome to a holy shit, football's actually back edition of Sorry We Love Football, the only show that actively hates the sport that it covers. I'm your host and Jalen Hurts fan, Daniel Hardigan. Guess what? He's going to finish as the number one player in fantasy. Heard it here first. Uh, with us, as always, Chiefs, Dan- Chiefs fan Danny Solomon. Danny, I read an article on NFL.com today that said the Packers offense is going to be better than the Chiefs. Thoughts? Uh, maybe. I, I would help my <laughs> fantasy team. That would be great. I mean, I, I think that that article, because we all read the same articles, it was about like the triplets. They limited it to the quarterback, running back, wide receiver, right? They only pick one. That's a, that's a dumb way to decide an offense is better than another offense, I think. I didn't know you went on NFL.com. I do it all. NFL.com, CBS Sports. Wait. I don't pay for this. Hold on. The NFL has a website? Check it out. It's NFL dot com that's great oh man yep that other voice you hear washington football team fan jamel johnson uh jamel why is your team not signed cam newton yet because we're changing the guard (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what that means but uh okay that's what Uh, we say yeah and joining the show today we got the host of out of pocket you can find it on buckets and wave tv uh i see everywhere i google your name i see the king of nba twitter but Let's just say the king of Twitter. Why has it got to just be the NBA? Look, we got Josiah That's Johnson fair. in the house. What's up, Josiah? I need, I need king of Twitter bag before I can put any title like that on. I'm still, you know, I got two kids to feed. I'm out here really struggling trying to get these Gucci loafers for Christmas. That's about it. <laughs> hey, who are you a fan of? I, I, I don't know who your team is. I'm a Raiders fan, but I'm a Los Angelino to to the death. So we will literally support whoever is really moving and shaking. We got the Rams out here in SoFi, not fucking with the Chargers under any circumstances. But <laughs> we'll definitely hit Chargers games because the tickets will be cheaper because literally any team they're playing will, will take over the stadium. It's so crazy that the Chargers and Clippers thing, how well that kind of lines up. The both teams nobody wants here. The games are cheaper, but it's a way to go to go see your team. So uh, I'm for it. Nah, me too. Definitely. I got LeBron tickets a couple of years ago when the Clippers played the Cavs uh, in a suite, A-level for like 28 bucks playing the <laughs> stock market. It was a beautiful time. It's a great way to see your favorite team. Just wait until they play the Chargers in L.A. You can get a deal, no matter who you like. And it's crazy because the Chargers are good, but we will, we'll, we'll both agree that they suck. Yeah, you remember that season they played in a 7-Eleven parking lot? I really, I fucked up not getting tickets to those games. Oh, that soccer stadium was an experience. It was awesome. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that was great. Right next to the field, no matter where you were. Um, All right, hey, let's get into the show. Each week we we start with uh, what we hated about football that week. Uh, Football has not officially started yet, so we're just going to start with uh, what we hate about the NFL or football in general. Uh, Danny, do what you do and take us through through what you hate. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be pretty simple. I, I think every one of us can agree with this. The thing that I hate about football is that every single season, it makes me fat again. Because <laughs> through the summer, I've, I think, and I, I agree because I'm looking at you guys, I feel like you feel the same way. I've been motivated. I've been eating right. I've been doing home-cooked vegetarian meals. I've been eating fucking jackfruit in things. I've been bringing up weights. I've got a Pilates mat. I do weekly Pilates videos. I've gotten cut as, you know, as, as much as like you can mold fat into sort of cut 
shape. I saw. Yeah, you had one ab. I can I can wear a swimsuit now. Like I can go out with with no shirt on. I feel like a no shirt guy. Like I feel like that's okay. And as we speak at this moment, I my health is immaculate. I'm as good as I can be at the very end of the summer. This is as good as it gets for my body. But from this weekend on, every week, I'm going to be at a sports bar from about 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., sometimes 8 p.m., depending on if the night game is good. No time in there to exercise, nothing else to eat except for what's on those, like, you know, slapped together Sunday breakfast menus that, where they serve, like, morning beers and they just throw bar shit like tots and wings into a tortilla and call it a breakfast burrito. And then you tack on all these big food holidays that we have during the season, like Thanksgiving and Christmas and Halloween. So like, according to pro football focus, I'm projected to be about 17 pounds fatter than I am right now by the playoffs. And this is just the cycle every year. And I blame football. It's football's fault. So don't give me any horse shit about, you know, waking up earlier to work out or packing almonds to eat at the bar. Let's just agree that we're all going to get fat, but be fat together for a while. And then during the offseason, we get back into football shape. But that is the thing I hate about football. It's, it's impossible not to become obese during the season. We all do know one guy who will bring nuts to the bar. Ryan Connor. Yes. <laughs> name by name. Yeah, he's, and, if, and for everybody in the world who doesn't know, he's the guy, he's the friend you have that knows a lot about coffee. So he's that type of guy. Did you say they throw tots and chicken wings in a tortilla? It's whatever they've got, you know, whatever, like <laughs> buffalo poppers and, and, you know, jalapeno cream cheese bites and whatever. They just, they'll just wrap it up, fry an egg inside, and, and that's your breakfast burrito. Can I, can I suggest a rebrand for popcorn chicken? What if we start calling them chicken knuckles? <laughs> <laughs> Does that make them tastier? You have, you tell me. Imagine biting into a little like a chick a popcorn chicken bite and there's a bone in there. <laughs> that, that's, what that, that's a chicken knuckles sound like. My bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Josiah, what do you hate about football? Uh, right now, I hate the stance that a, a lot of players and coaches have on the uh, Corona vaccine. Uh, I think it's it's fairly asinine. I mean, these guys turn into Dr. Robert Neville when it's time to, to research the vaccine and taking the vaccine. But when they're trying to research CTE, it's like they're happy Gilmore or some shit. And I just thought about that. I'm going to tweet that literally momentarily, see how it performs on the internet. But it's just, I mean, it's like, you got these guys, oh man, I'm, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I'm, I'm trying to talk to my family and shit. It's like, bro, just get the vaccine. Obviously, we're going to see some games get postponed or canceled as a result of it. And sadly, I feel like it's going to be like a third string or some random dude on the squad, like a, a punter or somebody like that who's not even even vital or necessary. It's going to be in the locker room sneezing on motherfuckers, passing it around. That's going to get it caused. Hopefully it's not a squad like the Chiefs or the Raiders or a team that we actually want to support, even the Eagles. I'm a Jalen Hurts guy. I'm rocking with him. But, uh, you know, we, we'll see. I think that looking at just everything that's going on with uh, just the stance and coaches and everybody talking about it, it's like it's not that hard. I got the J&J back in April, literally a quick prick. I felt like shit for like a good four or five hours, smoked a blunt, took some Pedialyte, back to normal, pretty ex expeditiously, uh, feeling great. And now I can travel. And look, I still mask up and, and respect people. But it just seems like, you know, going, I was at a UCLA game a couple of weeks ago and they had a, a mask mandate, but that mandate really didn't mean shit once you've, came into the gates and scanned that ticket. Them, them masks were off like a future track. But, uh, you know, just just looking at the way that the NFL is operating and moving and shaking in this spot, hopefully they get their shit together. And ultimately, you know, some dumbass is going to be the reason that that your favorite team may not make the playoffs. So wear a mask, get vaxxed. It's not that, not that hard. We're looking at you, Cody Parkey. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'm thinking about Kirk Cousins sitting in a plexiglass uh, enca encasement in, in the quarterback room. Why do these guys make got to make their heart, their life so hard? Oh, it's and what's funny, Josiah mentioned it. It's such a funny thing when they say, I got to talk to my family about it. It's like, what the fuck more does your family know about <laughs> epidemiology? It's the same conversation over and over again. They're just like, so we're against it, right? Okay, great. Jamal, <laughs> uh, what do you hate? I hate this week because college football starts a week earlier and college football 
just sets unreal expectations for watching the sport of football. I see why people say they like college better than the NFL because every kind of play always works. <laughs> every screenplay works. Every time somebody goes deep down the sideline, it works. Every fucking uh, <laughs> fucking go round, every slant works. Every play works. Even when your team loses, they'll still find a way to score with five minutes left just to be entertaining. No offense is too inept. And then the opposite, and then every kicker misses the kick you want them to keep miss. Your favorite team is about to lose a game at home. They got some fucking 19-year-old from Slovenia ready to blow a kick. It's just not right. It's not fair to us to think that football could be this possibly successful because then you turn around and you see your favorite team in the NFL, they can't score for nine quarters straight. It's frustrating. Yeah. Do you hate that college football is good? Are you saying you're a fan of college football? I think so. I think I'm just a fan of watching young men score. But also you're... (laughs) <laughs> but also you're not a fan of college football if, because you're saying everything works. That's boring. The fact that like the wishbone or the option, every play is an option. It's always the quarterback is probably going to run. That's every, that's 70% of college football. And I think they all can run. It's like going to college. You go to college and you're like, Oh yeah, I'll, I'll go to college. And then as soon as I graduate, I'm going to get a job uh, at Toshiba. <laughs> Just like, uh, <laughs> Just like Kadeem Hardison in, in a different world, I'm going to be employed before I leave campus. No, you're not, dude. It's going to be bad. It's they don't true. got no Toshiba jobs. They don't got no... <laughs> you're, you're looking around like there's no... I can't help you guys develop a new flat screen or nothing. There's no... <sighs> oh, my goodness. That's just how I feel. Okay. Having not actually gone to college, this is what I think. <laughs> yeah, your your takes on colleges are amazing, Jamal. I've always appreciated them. How about that spark plug song uh, that the Buckeyes uh, fan base listens to? That's uh, not a song. That is a, a song. cult. That is a cult ritual. That I will, is not uh, a music song. I will email this to you guys so Danny and Josiah can hear it. It is. The craziest minute and a half I think I've ever heard. And apparently 100,000 Buckeyes fans listen to this shit before the game. So, uh, yeah, Uh, moving on. Uh, What I hated, I just hate how powerful the NFL is. I know that this is not news. It's not surprising. But just how pervasive it is. Like, all I think about, I can't, I was hungover staring at Guernica, this Picasso painting in person yesterday for 20 minutes. And I wasn't thinking about how terrible war is or cubism. I was thinking about how the painting looked like a goal line stand, kind of. I don't know if you can picture it, but that's what it looks like. It's just, I can't enjoy things without thinking about football. (laughs) It just gets in there. And it's not going anywhere. Remember when we thought it was too brutal and concussions were going to cause people to turn away? Or when the refs striked and the game sucked or the players were kneeling and the president was saying, fuck football and you hate America if you watch this shit. And the COVID was going to cancel the season. None of it happens. None of it matters. The game is just as popular as it ever has been and will be. I can't explain it. I am embarrassed by it, but I can never turn away from it. I know we talk about that a lot on the show, but it's like, the, you know, your relationship with this game in this league is just fucking weird. I hate this shit, but I can't help myself. That was the only time I, I, the people got mad at Trump, it felt like, was when he was saying we shouldn't watch football. We should boycott the season. <laughs> I think people were like, yeah, all right, idiot. Like his fans were like, no, we're not doing that. Love you. <laughs> all right. Uh, hey, let's talk about, uh, you know, this is the sports uh, gambler's paradise right now when football starting. There's like season-long bets. There's prop bets. I think betting on football is probably the most fun sport to bet on. I like betting on all sports, but there is something about football games and the way you can – there's so much shit you can gamble on. But, uh, yeah, 
I, we're just going to go around and say, you know, if you have one season long bet that you're a fan of, uh, Danny, what's your bet? This is my, this is my big bet for the season. I believe very strongly that this is 100% going to happen. I'm willing to actually put money down on this for anyone who wants to do it. I believe that at one point this season, a defensive player, probably a D-end, vaccinated, is going to sack an unvaccinated quarterback during the season. He's going to get a big, pivotal third down sack, fourth quarter, huge moment. He's going to feel it. The energy is going to course through him. And he is going to get up after that sack and do an I'm vaxxed sack dance. Some kind of a I'm vaxxed symbol. I, I think the way I picture it is like a shot in his arm. You know, like he's going to mime getting the vax, maybe even doubling up for like a Moderna or a, or a Pfizer or, or getting another sack and going for the second one and just kind of mocking the idea of not being vaccinated in sack dance form. Okay. That's cause that's also a, it's a two person thing. You could have another guy be the uh, nurse and bring out a swab. You have your, the nose guard comes in after the big sack, he swabs your guy's arm. <laughs> and you get like the cornerback comes over, signs the vax card. Yes. <laughs> then, he, then we, then they all go get into up they're they're able to get into a bar this is all panama <laughs> this is the other team is still punting i didn't know i don't know what i signed up for if i came on this show you y'all are fucking crazy and i love every second of this shit keep going keep going i just i feel it's gonna happen that's it that is my bet i will put a hundred dollars somebody is going to make fun somebody's doing something to unvaxed kirk cousins while he's on the ground I like it. Uh, Josiah, you got a bet? I got a bet that I'm going to go crazy because I just don't give a fuck about anything, and it's, what, Tuesday after a holiday weekend. Uh, I'm going to say that Jameis Winston is going to win the MVP this season. Whoa. And, and celebrate by going to Red Lobster and getting an endless supply of crab legs and turning up for the good people <laughs> in New Orleans. They need it. Hurricane Ida came through. Like if, my thing is like if you live in New Orleans at this point, move. Like you know, it's, I mean it's cracking. Believe me, you know, like the the three beers for six dollar deal you can get on Bourbon Street and all that shit. That's awesome, but it's time to move, relocate because them levees are not strong, dog. Like every, how is it every they got people people clown L.A. because like oh y'all got earthquakes and, and fires and shit. But it's like you can smell smoke, and we get earthquakes once every like four or five years that really matter. They have seasons every year, like six months long. Like it's fucking hurricane season. No, I was just in Philly this last weekend. Motherfucker, Center City dumping into the water and shit. That that nasty poop infested flood water. Just like what? What is the benefit? I don't know. But it's like eighty five degrees out here right now, so I'm loving life. That's I just want to throw that out. Pretty much, yeah. I think if you watch NCIS New Orleans, it makes more sense. <laughs> it's a pretty good show. <laughs> yeah and Jameis is playing his home games uh in Jacksonville because that's where the the Saints are going to start the season is playing at the Jag Stadium so uh so that's a big bet that or it could be good that he's comfortable there how close is Florida State to Jacksonville you're right maybe Tebow comes joins the Saints you know plays <laughs> tight end for the Saints and then Jamel will be completely relevant again or Jamel's theory uh, that being close to your hometown, it, it could be terrible for a professional athlete. Uh, maybe this backfires on him. It can. <laughs> my, my dad played for the Clippers. So that, that, that was already a death sentence in itself. But you, if you can imagine how people are hitting him up for tickets to go watch the other team. <laughs> Think about that. The, the Timberwolves are in town. Marcus, let me get some tickets. <laughs> like, damn. I've been town. I've been in town. Uh, Jamel, you got a bet? Here's my bet. I bet that Lamar Jackson will figure out how to legally complete a pass to himself. Ooh. I think it's going to happen. The Ravens are losing running backs every day. He is their only running back now, so he's got to find a way to get it done. I predict by week six, he successfully throws himself a 
a power toss or some sort of bubble screen. Hey, Danny remembers that. Mariota threw a touchdown pass to himself in a Chiefs playoff game. Truly a disgusting moment in Chiefs playoff history that is has been completely erased by Patrick Mahomes, thank God. But I, I think it's completely legal if you throw the ball right at another player and it bounces off of them and back into your hand. Yeah. I think Jamel's saying, I, wasn't there like a Nerf commercial or something like this where yeah. a guy tosses the ball and then runs under it? Like yeah. yeah. I'm talking about, yes, some flubber shit happening. He's going to just change the physics of football. You should, we should actually get a physicist to calculate how fast you would have to be to catch your own bomb. I mean, it's just about the trajectory. You just got to throw that shit high as you can and then just sprint down there. It's like That's a punt. I think it's he, like you're punting to yourself, kind of. I think he can get his own screen pass. <laughs> Shovel pass to himself? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I would love to see that. Wouldn't we all? We I think was it Vic in that commercial that he threw to himself? I know he used to throw the ball out of the stadium. No, but... it, was John, no it was John Elway. Was you, it? People don't even have you ever seen John Elway run full he speed? Was, the dude used to scramble. That was his, I only his, remember him getting model. helicoptered. I only yeah. remember him getting <laughs> well, helicoptered. That was old Elway. That was when he was an old man. I forgot about <laughs> young Elway. You're talking about the vortex era. That was very early. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I think it was. It was some dude throwing a vortex to himself. Was that Elway? No, Elway was Vortex. Passed to himself was another commercial. Nerf was around for a, a solid the Vortex ad, he throws the ball up. He gets his big-ass teeth cleaned. <laughs> you can just you be walking he, through any neighborhood and hear that fucking whistle and just yeah. get, whistle, get in on a game. Football. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, I, my, I got a quick one. Uh, I think Carson Wentz is out of the league before the season ends. <laughs> wow. I think this dude... Something terrible is going to happen to him. I think the, fan, the city of Indianapolis has already soured on this dude, hasn't even played a snap. No, I can't think of a more disliked player just in general. Like, everybody hates this dude. Uh, his, his own team hates him. He's not vaccinated. He has a, he's hurt all the time. My sister calls him a dandelion. Uh, it's just like, I think this dude... Is not, I think once some shit happens on the Colts, there's going to cut him and then no team's going to pick him up. So watch out for that one. Sorry, I'm out of the league. Out of the league. Wow. XFL dude by 2022. Not even XFL? Okay. Right. Yeah, maybe XFL. You All can right, get sure. him in there. I'll take that. I'll take that bet. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what was I going to say? I think that's it. I yeah. think you said it, buddy. I think we said it. Because I think you he's all the plug. No, nah, honestly, <laughs> I'm, I, a Twitter gave me super follow. So if anybody wants to pay four ninety nine, I'm give you guys some some free game or not free game because it's four ninety nine, but it give you some game on Twitter how to become a better tweeter and shit. I don't know if it's gonna work or not, but I fuck with Twitter and they were like, "Yo, you want to do this?" I was like, "Fuck it." So if you feel so inclined, it's only five dollars less than the price of a combo meal at your favorite fast food restaurant. <laughs> Hit me with that super follow. I will make it worth it. I will retweet one of your tweets. I'll do whatever I can legally do without getting my account suspended. <laughs> That's Let's go. Hey, you heard it here. Five bucks. Jump on that shit. At King Josiah Johnson 54. Folks. Yeah. Rams, Raiders, it. not Chargers fan. Josiah Johnson. All right. Uh, thanks for doing the show, man. Thank you guys for having me. And stay safe out there in Spain. Oh, thank Hopefully you, nobody gives any shit for rocking the full Eagles, the full Eagles. Oh, I have, not, I have not debuted this on the street. This is just for the show. <laughs> but I will on Sunday. Are you, not, are you not wearing that? Oh, I will wear it during okay. the game, for sure. But I'm not just walking around on a Tuesday in Eagles shit. Like, that is one step beyond. They would, they're going to love it, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they don't love it, but it's okay. Some of it works on the streets of L.A. I don't know why, but it does. I saw Eagles. some Eagles fans here. Weirdly, there are idiots wearing Eagles shit in Spain, so it does happen. That's the problem with people from Philly. <laughs> NFL Sports Talk Football. What is it, $4.99 to, for Josiah's Twitter account? Yeah. You know what's free? Spotify Green Room. It's the live audio-only sports talking platform, which we're on. I wasn't on yesterday, but that's because I'm in Madrid and it's 2 in the morning. Yo.
But every Monday at 5 p.m., we're talking football on the Spotify Green Room. It's free to download and use. You get to talk to me, Jamel, Danny, Roger Goodell shows up sometimes. There's other fans there. There's athletes. There's football insiders talking to you in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, starting debates, post-game breakdowns, reacting to breaking news. You just get to share all your experiences right there on the app. So get it. It's Spotify Green Room. We're hosting rooms every Monday at 5 p.m. all season long. Come through and talk to us. All you need to do is download that Green Room app free in the iOS app store, create a profile, link your Twitter, and join a group. That's it. Just follow me at Dan from LA, and then you'll be notified when my shit goes live. Come with your spiciest takes. Hey, we're back, and guess what that means? We have our fucking NFL Pick'em contest again. I went through the dock. Danny won last year. Hey, this is this shit counts now. We're tracking all of this. Uh, I thought it was exciting last year. Now we have 17 weeks of this shit. Uh, I don't think I need to set the table on this anymore. Danny won. He won a bunch of free Red Lobster. Uh, the guy is basically Jameis Winston before Jameis Winston and after Jameis Winston somehow. <laughs> but uh, hey, Thursday, Bucks at Cowboys. We have real football on tonight. Or tonight. When you're listening to this, football will be on tonight. Let's go. Bucks at Cowboys. Jamel, talk to us. I'm very afraid for what is to come. Uh, there's a storm coming, Mr. Wayne. And uh, it is the rest. It's, it's seven months of our lives down the drain. And I can feel it and I can smell it. Uh, this game is going to be a disaster. It feels like that. I mean, what? The Cowboys have already lost Zach Martin. And the Dominican Sue is back for the Bucks. So the Bucks' strength is their D line on their defense. And they're playing a Dak Prescott who hasn't seen real action since like what, week four or five last season? The guys, we don't know if he can throw. We don't know how good his foot is. Um, this has the makings. It's one of those weird ones because it's like on paper, this is Bucks all the way. But weird shit happens. It's why we watch. Like, Danny, what? How do you see the Cowboys winning this game? Or uh, I don't. It, you just don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Um, and and it's unfortunate because I really have a lot of Cowboys on my fantasy teams, but that Zach Martin injury—well, not injury, whatever—you know, the the Zach Martin disease getting that he got—that is uh, pretty devastating for a, a traditional running game. My only hope is that maybe Dak, with his noodle arm, goes kind of check down Charlie. And just kind of tosses swings out to the to the flats to Zeke nine or ten times, and I just barely salvage a decent day with Zeke on PPR. But as far as the game goes, the Bucks are at full strength. They're at full Death Star. They're as evil as they ever were, and I think that they fall off their quality near the end of the season this time around, and it kind of does a reverse of last season. But first. Four or five games of the Bucks season are going to be pretty big routes. You know, the thing is, we're used to seeing the Cowboys lose an opener every year, but usually it's to the Giants. So <laughs> you, you might be tricked into thinking since it's not a Giants, the Cowboys have a chance. But don't be fooled. They do not. They're going to lose by 50. I think we all got the Bucks here. We Am do all have the Bucks here. Uh, all I want from this game, which I'm going to try and watch, it, it starts, I think, at 2.30 a.m. I don't know if I'm going to, like, try and sleep early or just stay up all night. I don't know. I it's probably impossible. won't watch this in real time, unfortunately. But I just want to see Jerry Jones mad. That's all I want. He's not in hard knocks enough. He gets, like, 30 seconds an episode. But the games are where he gets more than 30 seconds. So I want Mike McCarthy pissed off shots and Jerry Jones mad shots. That's all I care about. Uh, Sunday, 10 a.m., Colts at Seahawks. Carson Wentz, I think, is playing in this game, which is kind of crazy since we didn't think he was going to play for, like, the first six weeks of the season. But, uh, yeah, Wentz in Seattle. I've seen Wentz play in Seattle. He was horrible. So, uh, no, I'm this big. game's in, it's in Indy, but he's probably uh, going to be horrible in Indy. Is this game in Indy? For sure. Definitely in Indy. Looking it up. But regardless, it's a loss for the Colts. 
This game is in Seattle. It is in Indianapolis. This game is did. in Indianapolis. The fuck is going on? You're in Spain. Oh man, you know what? I put the I put the opposite on each game, so uh, I'm just gonna have to do that. Yeah, you're thinking with a European lens. Yeah, things go back. It's like how the dates are always reversed. It's like the month yeah. go, comes before the day or something. It's just ri- yeah, ridiculous. You know, you, you Honestly, that's more day fun day. though. The you Colts being home. Is. That's so much more fun. That's what we want. Yeah, I would love to see Carson Wentz piss himself at home and really show who he really is. Just like you were talking about, Dan, like I think we all agree Carson Wentz, a soft little dandy, and the indie fans, they might have a little shred of hope left that he's going to turn around with Frank Reich there and all that business. But week one in Lucas Oil Stadium, they're going to see the truth. Uh, we're all going Seahawks. I'm going chalk here. I almost picked the Colts, but I'm not going to do it. Chalk too early for me to do something dumb on purpose. It's a long season, Jamel. You can't repeat the mistakes of last season. Just, yeah. just being, I didn't know we were keeping track for the first four weeks. I was making comedy picks. This is not a comedy podcast. This is not. sports. <laughs> this is sports journalism. It is not funny. My bad. Uh, hey, here's a one sentence game. Texans at Jags. Uh, Hey, Trevor Lawrence. Good to see, or excuse me, Jags at Texans. Last time I'll do that. Jags at Texans. Uh, I think Houston's a real chance to go 0 17. This is like the <laughs> one of the only games I think they can win. Uh, Urban Meyer debut. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, first game as the starting Texans quarterback. Uh, Houston Sports, down hard. Jamal is wearing a Houston Texans hoodie right now. I'm on lean. I've been drinking lean. Houston, what's up? Uh, Go Beyonce. How are we feeling about this game? I'm picking the Texans. I got the hoodie on. Fuck it. Jesus. (laughs) Just said you weren't going to make rash, contrarian picks. There's no reason for me to have faith in the Jags at this point. He fucking had the team competing against each other like it was fucking Spartacus or something. Do you think they like him? You think you think the team likes Urban Meyer? The, the, so this is a one sentence game. So I'll just say my one sentence based off of that. I don't trust Urban Meyer. I don't trust Trevor Lawrence. I don't trust that Jags defense. I'm picking the Jags. <laughs> uh, hey, we got Eagles at Falcons. What we play the Falcons week one often. I don't know why. It doesn't make any sense. We don't play the NFC South all that much. It's just a matchup the NFL likes. Is it too early to call this a one-sentence game? It's not. This is a one-sentence game. Uh, And my sentence is, look out for Jalen Hurts to lead the week in scoring. The guy is going to have to do everything, and he can. He's like going to be last year's Kyler, like I keep uh, saying. Uh, And I'm going to pick the Falcons in this game. Ooh. I'm going to pick the I'm sorry. I have Jalen Hurts. I don't think the Falcons are good yet. I think they might be week eight when Kyle Pitts figures out how to do what he's there to do. But give me the Eagles right now. They're at least the team that knows each other the most. Two new coaches. I just, I hate our secondary. And, you know, Matt Ryan always carves us up. It doesn't make any sense, but he does. Uh, Jamal, what do you got? Um... We got to find a way to make this game uh, between actual birds and no humans. Agreed. I would like to see 11 Eagles play 11 Falcons. Uh, Matt Ryan decides he doesn't want to be dead anymore this Sunday. I'm going with the Falcons. <sighs> uh, yeah, it's going to hurt a little less because, the you know, I'm on vacation, so that helps. Uh, Chargers at team. We have the team taking on like the darling Chargers team. America is falling in love with the Chargers. Ugh, like they do I can't every believe off it. Season. Every offseason, the same story with the Chargers. <laughs> Which all they did was change the coach. Yes. To someone what else worse. is new there? I mean, I, I got- this, this is the best team. This is the best game of the week. I mean, me and Janelle talked about it a little bit on Spotify Green Room. But it is the, the marquee matchup besides, you know, the big boys, the ones, the, the, 
the ones in lights. This is the yep. this is the best of the ten AMs by far. And so begins the reign of the Washington football team. Oh wow. So I'm going Washington football team defense against a kind of a new put newly put together O line in uh LA. I just think Washington's ready to eat. Yeah, I'm taking the team to uh, hail to the football team. Wow. No further comment. Hail to the football team. Uh, moving on, uh, Steelers at Bills. Talking about the other darling. Uh, I've seen a lot of mock-ups that have either the Bills or the Browns knocking off the Chiefs as the AFC Super Bowl team. Um, obviously, it could happen. It's hard to make three straight Super Bowls, but a lot of Bills hype. I'm I'm sensing a little regression with this team. I don't see how the, if Josh Allen's going to be as good as he was last year. I think he's still good, but I felt like that was like the best version of that Bills team was last season. Like, do you see them just getting way better? That seems crazy to me. If Stefan Diggs didn't fall off, they'll be fine. He's great. He's one of the best. No running game. Maybe that's something. Defense. Could regress a little bit. I don't know if they added anything in particular. They don't have a pass rush. They did draft some guys. Maybe they're good. I don't think they'll fall off. I don't think there's a cliff for them to fall off on, especially the in the AFC East where everybody's kind of figuring themselves out. But uh, I, I think regardless of if they regress or not, they can beat the Steelers. I mean, if we want to talk about a, a guy, a quarterback, who can throw a ball, a deep ball to himself, Ben Roethlisberger might be that guy because his his throws these days are such ducks that even though he's also really slow and his knees are hobbled and full of arthritis, he could maybe still make it under one of his own shitty passes. Yeah, man, you want to talk about regression? That dude doesn't even have real hit. He's playing with wooden arms. He can't even choke a woman in a bathroom anymore. That's the power he's lost. Hey, the Steelers have not finished under 500 with Mike Tomlin ever. I know we need to point that out. That team is solid as shit, and that's healthy shit. And that's why uh, they added an extra game because they're about to lose this one. I am still... also picking the. I'm also picking the Bills in this game. I was around two Steelers fans, I think, about a week or two ago, and uh, they're what they are every year. They're Super Bowl bound, and they think they're the greatest team that's ever been graced on God's planet. Uh, every team has its own <laughs> weird uh, beliefs, but the Steelers fan belief, they, they really, they're like, um, we were talking about Spain, like Spaniards, like really think they're better than everybody else. They're like, this is the best place. We're the best people. That is how Steelers fans are like, we're the best team. We're the greatest thing that's ever happened to football. Um, yeah. They've Steelers only had are, three coaches, man. I know, which is great. That's pretty cool. Uh, Jim, are you picking the Bills? Yes. Are you crazy? Sorry, Tomlin. Niners at Lions. One sentence game here, just because the Lions are involved. Anytime the Lions are involved, we don't have to say that much. Uh, Dan Campbell, I think it's going to be hilarious um, when the players stop listening to him. That's all. I mean, I think this is a real interesting game. I, you... We're forced to still be interested in Jared Goff for at least four weeks. I think you owe him. We owe him four weeks. A Goff Lions jersey. Just rocking that. That sounds pretty crazy. That sounds. I don't have anything that particular shade of blue. So maybe I'll do it. We have there. Somebody has to pass a law or, you know, some kind of something pregame just to cover the team's liability in case Nick Bosa actually kills Jared Goff on the field. I mean, there's not going to be any defense for, you know, whatever is coming for Jared Goff. Uh, And the Niners are back. I mean, it hurts me to say it, but they're, they're a healthy ish team now. Unlike how they were last year, Mostert's there. Bosa's back. A lot of these guys in the secondary, uh, you know, they lost Richard Sherman, so now Nick Bosa runs the team as a Trump, you know, as, as sort of a Trump forward kind of, uh, you know, co- conservative, 
let's let's kill everybody with our guns kind of guns and diseases too. yeah like that's, vibe. that's what they're going to do to the league they've gone full evil so you think the niners are embracing evil yeah and they and and that can be a very powerful force it's you know, true darth vader okay. early in those movies he was he was a real badass and then you know by the end you realize what he really is and i think that's what's going to happen in the playoffs for the Niners but early in this season they're going to kill some dudes and it starts with just a very edible Lions team who are you least who, who are you le- less interested in the Lions or the Texans I think the Lions are interesting I don't oh. want to watch a Texans game I will watch a Lions game but see I think the Texans are slightly more interesting because I'd rather watch Tyrod Taylor than Jared Goff. That's pretty much all it boils down to. What makes you feel? What 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 about watching Tyrod Taylor is fun? I mean, besides knowing not much, honestly. He's <laughs> but Jared Goff is the most boring player I can imagine. But so if I was creating a boring player in a lab, it would be Jared Goff. The league has tried to kill Tyrod Taylor multiple times. So. Ty- Tyrod is. If, here's how the Texans could be good. If Tyrod comes back like Jon Snow after being stabbed to death. Yeah, and we have a Jon Snow scenario on the field. That could be. That could be. And then he comes back and he's able to beat the Night King. Dude, I'm picking the Niners, <laughs> just for reference. <laughs> An evil Niners team. Okay, uh, Vikings at Bengals. Um, yeah, one sentence game. It's a tough one sentence, but I mean, I, I have to pick the Bengals because I have to be able to sleep at night. You're picking the Bengals. Bunglows. The Vikings did have one of the worst preseason games I've ever seen in my life. And I know we, we shouldn't look too hard into those things, but um, like truly one of the, like they're at home and I think they were down like 30 at the half. You're talking about the Broncos it was just, too, right? You're yeah, it was horrible. That was a bad game. And then they followed it up by getting waxed by the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm. Uh, I mean, that, it was another, it ended up being 28-25, but we were, we were, turning the lights out on those guys in the first half. Our backups were beating their starters. They're not a good team, but they can beat the Bengals. I think the Bengals don't have it together with their line, and the one good thing about the Vikings is that, you know, they can get to the passer from time to time. So I'm, I'm all yeah. about pass rushers this week. Yeah. Hey, and Burrow did say he was, like, a little self-aware. Like, he's kind of scared and nervous to even be back out there. Could we say seeing ghosts? Is he seeing ghosts? I think we can. Which brings us to the Jets and Sam Darnold. Uh, it's Jets at Panthers. Nicely done, Danny. And, uh, hey, it's a Sam Darnold revenge game. Not quite. Jamel, you, Jamel you've been waiting for Sam Darnold's revenge for a long, 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 long time. Yeah, man. Look, dude, me and my lawyer, we're fucking with Sam Darnold. And we have been for some time. And I'm not shying away from it. You can recover from mono you can live a a fine life and he is going to prove it this sunday panthers i i'm picking against the panthers all season long as much as i hate this jets team podcast too. i has got a podcast too, too. <laughs> just tell hey just sit down and just say whatever you're gonna say into the same mic um okay i'm going jets because like i said i can't pick the panthers I really don't understand any Panthers positivity. We've talked about it a few times. They're ass. Sam Darnold is terrible. Great okay. pass catchers, though. And that could be something if Sam Darnold happens to not be ass. I feel like after watching the preseason, and maybe I'm, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, but I think Zach Wilson might not be ass. So I'm picking the Jets. Oh, we got wow. two Jets, boys. Sam Darnold will, will have to wait another day to get his revenge. <laughs> All right. Me and Sir Purr, we, we're going to be down at the TGI Fridays. My thing is... All said and done. Yeah. Okay. Who's the Jags mascot again? Uh, uh, I'll look it up. It's like Ernest Weatherby the Third or something like that. I'm wondering if he's going to be... Uh, we'll get to it. Uh, sorry. Okay. I was wondering if he's going to be at that Saints game since they're playing in Jacksonville. If like the hometown mascot just gets to be at a random game. He's Jack- um, Jackson and- Deville. That's who. 
He has that. Jamal, you got to get up. No, no, no. I just feel bad. I'm in CJ's office. Been in here for two hours. Continue. <laughs> Jackson DeVille. Okay. Cardinals at Titans. Uh, Jamel, the new look. Teen Titans. This is, a, this is a rough start for a Titans campaign. But I got to go with my guys. I got to stay down. Tighten up. We'll speed this all up. I, what, what is the rough start? You're, all, all I can think of is Tom Brady calling the coach an asshole. I mean, no, I'm just saying, like, the Cardinals, that's a tough game. That's a tough non-division game at home. That I think could the Cardinals need fuck a new with coach. your mind. Yeah. Yeah, the decline of, of Cliff Kingsbury in Arizona has been, has been foreseen by many during this offseason. I think definitely the Titans are going to win this game, and it's going to start, it's going to start warming up. On Cliff's ass. <laughs> We're going to warm up Cliff's ass, no problem. So tighten up. Uh, okay, hey, uh, the afternoon games. Now we're to the late games. Browns at Chiefs. This is the game of the week for me. I mean, I know you like that Chargers team shit. Browns at Chiefs. <laughs> That's the game now. of the week for just Dan. Nobody else in the country. But Dan's a little, he thinks a little different from the rest of the universe. Hey, that's why that's why you have to come to this show. <laughs> the only place you could get people saying Browns Chiefs is a good game. It's going to be a great game. What do you got? Give me the Chiefs. They're on a quest to go 20 and 0. 20 and fucking 0. What a clean number, 20. I agree. Oh. I I do think this is going to be closer than people might feel. I just think, you know, Early in the season, we dominate, but we also, you know, we, we let people hang around in these games. We win, but we make me, Danny Solomon, feel stressed the entire time. That's our MO. I think maybe a 31-28 is in order, but we got this. I'm picking the Chiefs. I don't want to, but you're probably right. This isn't a great team to start the season with either. You're talking about going 20 and 0, and now you have to play the team you almost lost to in the playoffs. They're not going to be happy to hear this perfect season shit. Oh, the early schedule is is pretty spicy. I mean, it, after that, we got the Ravens, and then we play the Chargers, and then we got the Eagles. Thank God. He's getting hit. I know the line's great, but he's getting touched in this one. Don't touch Pat. Is the line great? I think they're the big question mark. Um, We're all going to find yeah, out. Hey, is, is Odo Beckham back? I think we have OBJ back on the field, full strength. He's so back. that Browns team didn't even have maybe their best receiver. He's back and worthless as ever. A lot of people think he is the best receiver because he's got the name recognition. You remember the, the Monday Night Football one-hander. But the facts are, and I heard this on the Fantasy Focus podcast, so I'm just regurgitating facts that I got from another podcast. But wide receiver 39 when he's been on the field in terms of stats. Not a very not a very pivotal player for the Browns. And he's been there for three seasons. He should be a little better than that. Dolphins Patriots. Um, once I know there's some intrigue here. We have two new quarterbacks for these teams. I mean, two is not, I guess... To me, this is a new Tua. Last year's Tua, I'm just throwing out what I saw. This year, it's like he's full strength. He's had the full training camp. Now we see what he is. Um, Tua, and then we have Tua Mac Jones. He's what? Tua.0. Tua.0. Okay. That's great stuff. I think I got to pick the Patriots here. I think I have to. I also have to. You want to talk about embracing evil? Yeah, embrace the Martian. But really, you decide who was the evil one the entire time. I mean, I guess there's like kind of a Scythian, like the the duality or the dichotomy or whatever the 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 dyad or whatever they called it in the last shitty Star Wars. But it's the the master and the apprentice. But now that the apprentice is gone, is so you're saying evil is he the source? Belichick's Obi. You're saying Belichick's Obi Wan. I'm saying it's it's Palpatine and Darth, and and he's, I, and he's Palpatine. Okay, he's Pal- so he could be Darth. Maybe maybe Brady was the guy behind the scenes the whole time. 
I'm just saying Mac Jones is actually the perfect guy for the scenario. He can actually just stand in the pocket and throw a ball. And uh, it's going to work out great for him, unfortunately. They're going to bring uh, Patriots. down to their level. The Patriots across the board. Uh, one sentence game for me here. Broncos at Giants. Um, just, I think the Giants are going to be the worst team in the NFC. Yeah, Broncos, who cares? Period. Uh, yeah, the, the Broncos are going to lose a lot of games this season, but not this one. Oh, what did I see? They, uh, the, I read an article today about the Giants defensive coordinator, um, and they nicknamed him Black Picasso because of his uh, ingenious game designs. So Black Picasso is about to get torn up by the Broncos. Uh... <laughs> Take that, Guernica. <laughs> Dude, the real Picasso was black, guys. We don't need to make him. We don't need to make a new one. Packers at Saints. Uh, this is also uh, an interesting game. This is in Jacksonville. So Packers at Jacksonville Saints. Uh, Jameis is back. Jameis versus Rodgers. I mean, how fun is that? This is going to be a good one. And I am going to give it to the saints wow and i'm gonna because there's nothing that makes me happier than pouty rogers face i love pouty rogers when the guy even he's yelling at his fucking receiver to go the other way i'm, I'm gonna get some pouty rogers losing a game in the city of jacksonville you're gonna get some pouts there's some there's some intrigue about you know the the sort of like the i guess the like the new orleans strong and the the idea that they had to play in Jacksonville is going to unite them kind of behind this, you know, this natural disaster and, and that there's going to be kind of the soul of the city. And, and also that, the, that uh, Rogers can't really play in, in the, these humid, muggy climates. He doesn't like it. He, he gets very uncomfortable. Um, but I don't, I don't I mean, Jameis Winston versus Aaron Rodgers. I think that's, that's the look. That's you just got to narrow it down to that. And uh, yeah, I'm going with the Packers, man. I mean, I know it's it's weird, but it just has to be. They gotta win. They can't lose this game. It's the swan song season for Aaron Rodgers. He's gonna make some. He's gonna he's gonna fuck some people up. Uh, Sunday night game: Bears at Rams. Why are the Bears starting Andy Dalton? I know it's just what are they doing? What are they doing they're well, dedicated to losing yeah they got a tank for 18 more years and then they'll finally have the roster they need their defense is worse than ever not a lot of people are talking about that but they lost kyle fuller in the secondary and now they're starting a bunch of like six rounders up there it's not a great situation and that's what the bears count on is their defense and their o-line is one of the worst in the league they had to Pick up, isn't Jason Peters starting for them at left tackle? Oh, well, that's why, because they don't want to kill Justin Fields year right. one. They got to figure out the line first. You let Andy Dalton die, obviously. He's I, a great pawn to sacrifice. I'm not jizzing over the Rams like a lot of other people are, but I do have them winning this game by double digits. Same. Rams, uh, I'm here for the Rams jizz. Uh, they finally freed my guy, Matt Stafford. Uh, let's jizz. Let's jizz, baby. Uh, hey, first Sunday night game, we get Al, we get Chris. Uh, all these people are coming back into our lives. Aren't you excited? We get a Troy and Joe game. I'm guessing it's the Saints and Packers. We got um, Tony. Yeah, Come you're on. probably getting Tony. We got Tony and Jim. Everybody's back. No, thank you. Leave Everybody's Iron Eagle back. out of my life. I love Iron Who are Okay, and then that brings us to the Monday night game. There's only one this year. They abandoned the doubleheader that they have done for Thank for decades. God. You don't like the 3 p.m. Raiders it, game? I'm over it. I'm over the 3 p.m. Raiders game. I'm over the midnight Raiders game. They had the Raiders playing at whatever time they felt like in that opener, and I'm glad they're just playing at regular time. I'm also picking the Raiders. Ravens or Raiders? Who are the Monday night announcers? I'm picking the Ravens too. You pick the Raiders? 
the Raiders. We got we got Steve oh, Levy, right? Levy, uh, Feely, oh, that's right. That whole crew, uh, they're they're figuring it out, and so are the Raiders. And I don't think that they can beat the Ravens team, regardless of how many injuries and how many setbacks they've had. I think the Ravens can still beat a shitty Raiders defense. But uh, I think Ravens. You want to talk about regression? I think they're an eight nine team. That's bananas. Pour a little spice on at the end. Wow. Wowie Zowie. I had to type the word Ravens. Thank, thanks, uh, audience, for, for being patient there. Jesus. Um, hey, we just we just did a full slate. We did it. Woo. That's great. That's great. Now just one more hour of the podcast to go. NFL Sports Talk Football. Guys, if you can't get enough of Sorry We Love Football, great news. There's more of it. It's on Mondays at 5 p.m. on the Spotify Green Room. The live audio-only sports talk platform. Sports talk platform. I wish I could talk. Uh, you get to talk to me, Jamel, Danny, athletes, insiders. Tons of people get in on that conversation that you listen to on here, on there. You hear a take that we're saying right now? You want us to stop talking about vaccines? Come fucking yell at us at the Spotify Green Room. Get in on the conversation. Share your experiences. The, the app is designed for you, the listener, to become part of the program. So it's your chance to be featured on the Sorry We Love Football podcast. I mean, what, what more could you ask for? Yo. Download the app. Create a profile. Link it to your Twitter. Join the group. Follow us and you're going to be notified when our rooms go live. Join us on the Spotify Green Room. I don't know. It says join us like 800 times. But Just when? get Spotify Green Room. When, Dan? Where? Monday at 5 p.m. all season long, Pacific time. Pacific See time. you there. That's a, Yeah, it's 8 o'clock Eastern for people who don't care and, to uh, learn time. 2 a.m. 2 a.m. 2 a.m. Madrid. Uh, I cannot believe you're in Madrid. I'm so sorry. Because it's the mail time. You've got mail. Hey, guys. It's your favorite time of the week. It's when you become part of the show. This isn't an ad read. This is the mailbag. Danny, you want to grab a piece of mail? Yeah, let me just grab it from the bottom of the bag this time. Hey, guys. Love the show. This is Herschel Walker, star running back and Republican candidate for Georgia Senate. Go to my website to find out how you can truck stick the libs. But for now, I wanted to give a word in defense of Deshaun Watson and all the other canceled football players. I firmly believe there's nothing wrong with a little locker room horseplay, but the SJWs would rather clutch their dead baby tooth necklaces than listen to reason. But here's the thing, I know firsthand the demons that players face, and these players should have a chance to overcome those demons without being judged. I know I did. Just read my book, Breaking Free. I mean, did I, put a gun, uh, did I put a gun to my wife's head and threaten to blow her head off? Sure. Did I spend days driving around Dallas with a shotgun hunting a man because I claimed he was late delivering my car? Yes. Was I diagnosed with multiple personality disorder after I admitted to having 12 alternate distinct identities in my head? Yes. When my wife left me and met another man, did I get a restraining order put on me because I threatened to blow both of their heads off? Sure. Did I play Russian roulette at my kitchen table because I claimed that I believed mortality was the ultimate challenge? Uh-huh. But hey, look at me today. I'm Donald Trump's fully endorsed candidate for Senate. So who knows what Deshaun Watson could become if we just leave him alone to hump the air in front of masseuses like he likes. Now don't forget to vote. Don't forget to vote or I'll <laughs> blow your heads off. Signed, Senate candidate Herschel Walker. Don't forget to vloat. Don't forget to vloat. Well, he's got 12 personalities. One of them's it's all mixed up in there. The thing about America is we know how to entertain. Like, what, what if the Taliban had celebrities? That's America. That's America. Yeah, that's a good point. I used to love Herschel Walker, too. So watching his, uh, sort of, watching him blossom into the, the politician he's become has been fascinating. Um, but yeah, that's a good point, Jamel. The, those dudes need somebody, you know, 
doing a fun dance on TikTok to really get the message out there. Well, they had a run because remember they were they were cracking on Vine, so they mm. know how to they know how to get it done. Okay. <laughs> At Taliban on TikTok, check them out. Don't vote for Herschel Walker, by the way, was the point of that. Yeah, letter. please don't vote for Herschel Walker. Oh, that's, that's, that's a real dumb thing to do. It's from his book, people. Uh, okay, I got a letter here. Um, it's not from a, a fan, unfortunately. It's from a player. It's a, a letter from Carson Wentz. Um, it reads, hey, guys, I am a big fan of the show, and I was listening to you guys the other week, and you were making fun of me. And it really hurt my feelings. And it reminded me of a passage from Romans 13, 4 that I wanted to pass along. It goes, for the one in authority is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid. For rulers do not bear the sword for no reason. They are God's servants, agents of wrath to bring punishment onto the wrongdoer. Might want to keep that in, in mind next time you guys want to talk crap. Go Colts signed C-Dub. C-Dub? He signed it C-Dub. And he broke out the some Bible verse, I think, threatening us. Jeez, I... That guy, you want to talk about Herschel Walker, Danny. Carson Wentz is on the fast track to becoming his very own version of Herschel Walker. Two good seasons in Indy and he could be governor. <laughs> Uh, Air, you got a letter? Yo, that's so crazy that uh, Carson came through with the verses. My letter this week comes from a man from Nazareth, Jesus Christ, wrote into the show. Hey, guys, it's Jesus Christ. Been a minute. How have you guys been? Very happy to hear you guys back on the air. I'm good, of course. Happy New Year to the gang as well. Anyway... I'm writing in just to try and tap in with y'all's fan base, fan base, which is very loyal football fans, of course. Just to remind you guys, I have nothing to do with football. A lot of things have been said. A lot of bracelets have been made. I did not create football. My dad didn't either. I truly think this shit is barbaric. My favorite sport is pickleball. No bullshit. <laughs> I don't mess with none of the NFL sponsors either, especially not no fucking Pepsi. Are you kidding me? I drink Coca-Cola like a real man. I don't like wings either. All I do is eat fish. Fish, not a football snack. I will admit a cold Gatorade is good, though. I'm not going to front on them. But the rest are all pure evil. If you want to watch, go ahead. But keep my name out your mouth. Once again, Jesus H. Christ. Fish in a coat. That, that sounds like a pretty good solid. Could meal. be good. Depends on how to prepare. You know, get a little tilapia. <laughs> Coke Zero. No sugar. Uh, thanks to the Lord and Savior for writing in. Uh, I'm glad that he's still listening to the program. I know it's a long off season, but it's back. Football is here. Woo, yeah. Uh, I mean, let's go, guys. For whatever reason, this game that we can't stop watching uh, returns tonight. Continues to happen. It continues to happen. Uh, my final thought for the week, uh, RIP to David Patton, former uh, Patriots receiver. He died in a motorcycle accident last week. Damn. He was 47 years old. That dude was amazing in uh, the Super Bowl, um, in a couple of those Super Bowls, actually. So uh, that sucked. I don't want to be a, make this thing a bummer, but uh, yeah, RP David Penn. I'll just throw my final thought. Uh, it's that we're back as well. We, this show, every single week, we're going to be here. We're going to be having a, a, the same kinds of conversations about unvaxxed players and making fun of Carson Wentz. Tune in for it. I'm also really excited that Greg Gumbel is back in the mix of announcing teams. Just, I don't really particularly like how he calls games. But it just sounds like football, you know? When yeah. you hear that gumble voice on a highlight, it makes you remember that football is back. And it is. Uh, me, my final thought, uh, just thanks for listening. Uh, check us out on Green Room. 
to react to the weekend on Mondays. We'll be there for you. And a special shout out to Dan's wife, Kim, for not murdering him as he is actually in Spain right now. Uh, she doesn't she doesn't know that we're doing this next week, too. So <laughs> more exciting news. <laughs> Maybe we could just record it early. I don't know what the right answer is, but we'll figure this is it great. out. This is oh, a good time. OK, as long as you're having fun, we're having fun, too, but. But hey, in Spain, okay. nothing starts happening till like 11.30 at night. That's fair. Well, apologize for Kim. I'm definitely sorry. I've never I'm been sorry. sorrier in my life. Sorry. Sorry.